The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, episode 54, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. How you doing today? Mother's Day weekend, everybody. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers yes. out there. My mom, my mother-in-law, especially my wife. Happy Mother's Day. Take care of your mothers, people. Yeah, don't forget, like I probably normally do. But uh, we've got some very special guests today. We've got Ryan and Jeff, and uh, coming back to the show, Will from the Beer Discovery app. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, before we get the show started, I'm going to go through, uh, you know, all, all the promotional stuff here. Check out the brand new mbnnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. Make sure you're following us on YouTube. Search for MBN Network. Also, make sure you... Um, find all of our live streams, podcast episodes, and uh, the new show review or preview with more daily content. Search for MBN Network on YouTube. Also help us make the show bigger and better than ever before. Become a patron on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash MBN Network to get bonus episodes and more content. Shout out to our sponsors, Unomia CBD. Go to unomiacbd.com. Use promo code MBN for 20% off free shipping and a free gift. I think they're still doing the uh, the promo. It's like 50% off. It's like 20% with our code. Yeah. They've got 50% off the entire website right now. Plus, you use the 20% off uh, MBN coupon code, and you get free shipping on top of that. So it's like a crazy deal right now. You're actually losing money by not ordering. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. Pretty much, pretty much. And also, shout out to our newest sponsor, Linode.com accelerate innovation with Linode simple, affordable, and accessible Linux cloud solutions and services. Go to linode.com slash MBN, get signed up, get a hundred dollar credit. So guys, thank you uh, again for hanging out. Ryan and Jeff, since you are new to the show, we always ask our new guests, tell us about your first craft beer memory or, and, and that, what that uh, gateway craft beer was. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, myself, I've been into craft beer for, I mean, six or seven years now, you know, heavily. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think, you know, when I was first getting into the craft stage, you know, I, I was living in Delaware. Um, Dogfish Head, obviously, was, was a big one out there. But I, I specifically remember my brother-in-law giving me those crazy, you know, Dogfish Heads, like ancient owl things. Uh, one was called Midas Touch. And it was this wild, like, um, you know, 9% something, you know, fruity, spicy. And I, I remember having that. And that was my first thing was like, wow, craft beer can taste, you know, different. It can have more flavors, you know, other things that are, you know, not just the everything else I tasted in college. So that was kind of like, you know, uh, you know, my, my gateway in. And from there, I mean, it, it went a million directions. You're hooked, so right? Was, yeah. How about you, Jeff? Uh, this guy. Right here. I'm a newbie. <laughs> About like a year ago, um, you know, I, I was like in my 20s. I thought I tried every beer under the sun. I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I've had every beer. You're not going to impress me with anything. And he put a whole bunch of stuff in front of me. The one that sticks out probably the most is something probably pretty crazy is um, the Smoogee, right, from Imprint. 
that was the most different stuff I've ever had ever. And I was nice, like, this yep. is a beer? And he just blew me away with that. And since then, it's been everything from local to across the country. This guy's, you know, he's the he's the hookup for me right now. That's awesome. What a what a uh, a craft beer initiation to just get a smoogee right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like the first one, but it had to be in the first like five. Probably. Yeah, right. I mean, there's tired hands, a lot of that. But yeah, I mean, it was last summer. It was hot. Smoogees were just like, you know, they're they you know taste great. They're hot, you know, in the in the hot weather. So yeah, yeah. I remember bringing them around the neighborhood, and everyone was like, "This is beer," and I was like, "Yes, this is, this is great." <laughs> right. The style. So yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he, he, he melted a lot of faces with, with the smoogee, bringing that into, like, our little friend circle. So I bet. People weren't used to chewing their beer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Will, just uh, just as a recap, do you remember what you told us? Yeah, it was uh, Brooklyn Brew. Um, yep. I, yeah, actually, yeah. Back in, I mean, I'll never forget it. Yeah, I believe it. Well, look, guys, let's go around the room quick. Um, let's see what everybody is sipping on. Um, I just t- took a trip to Massachusetts, man, the glare on this camera thing is, is crazy, but, um, we're going to have a little experiment between Mr. Steve and I, I've got a Julius, a Jija Julius and a King Julius here. So we're going to have them back to back to back on the show and, and kind of compare them and, and see what we think. I couldn't get my hands on a King Jija Julius, but, um, we've at least got the three of them. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Has anybody ever sounded cool trying to say the multiple j julius's i don't know everybody sounds like a tool and i wonder if they did that on purpose you gotta say it like 50 cent like g unit <laughs> <laughs> get your ass in the house <laughs> <laughs> so what about you guys what are you guys sipping on over there um i got uh jam flow this is from blaze blaze brewing up in maine um they're on discovery they use us they're they're great friends of ours they've been using us you know since since the beginning uh, I actually found this happy to find them, you know, getting down here our way in PA. So oh, I found very this cool. right down in PA and I had to scoop some. So where are they at in Maine? Uh, Biddeford, um, if I'm saying that right. Uh, it's, I have to look, it's closer to the coast, but I, I don't want to sound dumb knowing, knowing Maine, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Are you guys on the, you guys sipping the same thing or what do you got there, Jeff? No, I got uh so this is the, the triple dry hop alien church from tired hands right out of Ardmore in PA. Yeah. The triple okay. dry hop. I haven't seen that yet. It was, I think two, yeah, three weeks ago. Two or three weeks, yeah. I saw like all the, I just in the fridge. Yeah. I saw all the purple ones heading for the double dry hop, but yeah, completely missed the, uh, the triple. Yeah. I saw it, but I haven't had one. I love the doubles, all the different doubles that I've had. I've really yeah. enjoyed those. They've all been yeah. crazy. Yeah, Will, it's been a great, great few months living close to tired hands. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, that, just to let everybody know, we, we didn't really uh, say that on air, I don't think, but um, Ryan and Jeff are coming to us from Boothwin, so you guys are in Delco. 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 Yep. Yeah, just, you know, uh, 10, 15 minutes, you know, south, uh, southwest of Philly. So Yeah, so that's very cool that you guys are local to us. And, Will, where are you, where are you at right now? I'm in Miami right now. What? Is that where you live? I live, I live right out of the outskirts of Miami where I live. It's in uh, Pembroke, actually. So okay, I'm right out of Dade County right there. But um, I love it. I love it. Florida's been beautiful. It's been good. Weather's perfect. And I can't go wrong out here. Dade County here. with the two live crew. That's how I know yeah. Dade <laughs> County right there, right? If that was going on all night last night during Cinco de Mayo at Triple Animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still feeling it. What are you sipping on now? Are you NyQuil or what do you got? I take it easy. I'm doing vodka cranberry tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> on a beer show. Well done. 
I know, right? <laughs> Drink so, what you like. Uh, the last three weeks, I've been pretty much drinking hammer and beer every day. Yeah. Every day. For all these events we've been having out, out here and everything. Today, yeah. I'm like, I'm taking a break. <laughs> well, good. I hear you. Because I, I don't know. I, you, I've been following you on Instagram for a long time. But, yeah, seeing all of the stuff that you're doing and the people that are tagging you, and it just seems like complete insanity. It's been, I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's been a shit show. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So, guys, the, um, what I really want to talk to you guys about, uh, among everything else, but is uh, the Beer Discovery app. So, I started seeing it pop up on social media, people sharing it, people talking about it, and I really want to try to get a good description. You know, when you're, when you're telling somebody for the first time what the app is, how do you explain it to the average end user? You want to take this, Will, or? Nah, go ahead, Ryan. This is about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, you know, um, you know, I, I met Will a little over a year ago, um, you know, at, you know, at a, at a bar, two zones, actually, local right around here. Um, and, you know, at being, you know, an app developer, software engineer, you know, I, I kind of am always, and being in the beer, you know, loving beer, I've always kind of wanted to get into that industry. Um, you know, I met up with Will, you know, their EQ was doing some drops down this way. And, you know, it was, he kind of brought up the idea, you know, being him being in the industry on his side of things, you know, he wanted to do something, you know, for the breweries, for the organizations, you know, that wasn't, um, you know, a way to advertise, get your releases out there right, right now, you know, you know, the beer industry is a billion dollar industry and it relies on, you know, Instagram and, um, you know, other social platforms to really advertise. There's no, there's no specific platform for beer, um, that you don't need to, you know, make an account for, you know, be a part of Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we wanted to make a, you know, a simple, easy access, you know, place that, you know, we want the, to be the go-to place for, for beer industry, for the beer industry, uh, you know, again, for releases, for events. Um, it doesn't have to be just breweries, you know, we want to be broad and, you know, include bo you know, bottle shops, you know, distributors, bars, restaurants, we have all of them in our, in our, in our apps right now. So, um, you know, kind of just, you know, what Instagram is doing for the beer industry, you know, we want to, you know, we know we're not going to compete, you know, take down Instagram, but you know, we want to be a separate platform that, you know, again, is just easily accessible. You know, there's no gimmicks about it. There's no, you know, you don't have to jump 10 hoops to like find a link somewhere. Like it's all accessible right there, right in front of you. Um, and we, you know, we just, again, just, we thought the craft beer industry deserved better. And that's kind of, you know, our, you know, our, our main you know, focus. So basically you want to be the stop where me as a consumer I can go on Beer Discovery and say, what events, what's new, what's fresh, what's going on now? And you're going to connect me right to the brewer so I can go through four or five brewers instead of digging through Instagram posts and this girl drinking beer and Uncle Joey doing whatever to get to the different beer posts. I can just go right to you guys. Yeah, and if you're following a brewery, actually, it will notify you, actually, a notification on your phone when something new pops up, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah. And it, okay. Yeah, try, try to describe what the work's like that, that goes into that because, I mean, it seems like you've got to really be tuned into every event going on um, and really just need to you know have all that data to put out there. I think it's just Will going to all these different breweries and drinking. <laughs> That's what it all is. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, doesn't hurt. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that that's something that you know we're still working through. I mean we're still you know we're startup. We're 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 trying to figure out the best way to 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 get our name out there to provide value for these breweries and bottle shops. I mean that's really what it comes down to, you know, 
Um, you know, we're, we're asking them to put their information into our system. You know, Jeff and I are the, the software guys. We build a whole backend, you know, system and, and to, to facilitate all this. But, um, you know, again, that, that's something that, you know, we're, we're still trying to, you know, prove out. Like we, we, can, we can provide more value than these other places. Um, and we, you should put your information here as well. I mean, that, that's, you know, we try to make a very simple, easy way to do it. Um, and that, that's kind of our, where, where we're trying to head. Yeah, so also for the beer side, let's just say for the brewery side, we want, there's most of us, I'll speak for most of us out there in the brewery side, we want something that's good for us, something that's going to help push us and put ourselves out there, you know. Um, I know we have Untapped and a few other things out there, but we want to be able to get our information the way we, we need it put out for us, something that's good for us. So with this, with the app, it actually helps us big time on the brewer side. So most, sometimes some of us, we like the rating. Sometimes we don't, you know, it all depends on the, on the brewer, the brewer you talked to the day. So, um, but this right here, you're not getting rated on nothing. We're just putting all your information what for beer, beer wise, whether it's an event, all that, we're just putting it out there for you. We're trying to like, from from a newbie's perspective, because like I've only been into craft beer like for like a year, like I said, and um, an app like this just helps me figure out what else is out there. Like I have to rely on this guy and what I've seen on Instagram, like to even learn more about the scene, which is cool and all. But I really wish that something like this was already existing and mature, because I would just be all over it. You know, I, I'm not a really big Instagram guy to be honest with you. So if I have to, fine. But I'd much rather have something like this. Um, to just find out what beers are around me locally. And if I'm going someplace, that would be great. If I could just pull this thing up, hop to our map tab and just see, you know, what's going on around me. That's interesting from like a beer lover's perspective. That'd be, that'd be super sweet. Yeah. I saw the map side of it. And so how do you guys intend for that to work? Is it, you know, depending on where you are, it'll know your location and then help you find stuff nearby. You know, can you, can you map a route and see if there's anything along the route? You know, what, what do you guys have involved there? Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, right now it's just purely just mapping out the events that our organizations are entering. Um, they, they attach a location to it and then, you know, we geolocate it and put it on the map. Um, same, you know, similar, you can just go and see all the organizations that are in a system. It shows their locations and that's right now it's, it's very basic. I mean, it's, there's, um, you know, you can see where they're at where, you know, if I was going to plan a trip, I could go just kind of scroll up and see what was up there. Um, there, you know, at the moment we're not doing like the whole, Okay, I'm going to put in a route, and here's the estimated. You know, I, I've had a few of those apps, and I've honestly, they've never really been super helpful. Sure. Um, and that's, you know, I, I think kind of what's cool here is, you know, myself and and you know Jeff here, you know, we're on the the consumer side, and Will's been on, he's on the complete opposite side. So I think that's where we've been able to work great to kind of see, like, you know, I've I've gone up to Vermont many times, and I've planned out beer trips. You know, it's it's a pain. You got to, you know, bring up Google, search breweries in an area. Okay, now I'm gonna you know go to their websites. Oh wait, they don't they don't have a, a great website. So let me go try and find their Facebook. Oh, they put all their stuff on Instagram. Oh wait, but where was the location at? Let me go back to Google. You know, it's a circle. You end up you know trying. It's a lot of work. So that's like for myself doing that. You know, many many times over the years. You know, this is something I'm trying to build to you know that that I would have wanted. Kind of like Jeff said, I wish was out there. What you know when I was planning trips out. Um, and again, there's there's some apps out there that kind of facilitate, but you know they also don't have the the daily updated like you know here's here's the latest beers at this place um you know if you go to google and search breweries yeah you can see their breweries but you can't see the you know the three beers they released this week 
um, or, or anything like that. So that, that's trying to like, you know, these, these gaps, you know, there's these several systems out there um, that all have these like, you know, gaps and we're trying to fill them all and kind of, you know, make, make a once again, a one-stop shop for, you know, the, the craft beer industry. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the way you bring that up because I've always found it frustrating to, to do what you, what you just said, like you're on Google trying to search for what breweries are around and then you're looking up a, uh, trying to find a tap list or what they have on tap, what they have to go. And sometimes they have a, a tap list that looks like it, it hasn't, it actually says like it hasn't been updated in weeks and you don't know if it's the same or they just say, look us up on untapped or there is no information about what beer they have on the website. So you're trying to look through social media or some other way to find out what they actually have or what you can get a hold of. Um, so that is neat. You guys are providing that service there. And what do you think is, is like the next step or what are you guys trying to do to help grow and, and get more data and more things um, like into the system? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're trying to make your things, you know, as easy as possible for, again, providing value, making things easy. Again, we don't want to just, we're not trying to be another social media platform. That's just, you know, no one needs another social media platform. You know, we're trying to just really focus on the beer and, and really, again, providing an easy way for these these breweries and bottle shops and restaurants to really, you know, get their names out there with not having to compete, you know, with, with, um, you know, these other platforms to get their, you know, number of followers, all that kind of stuff up there. Um, you know, and something else too, that, you know, we're trying to, to, you know, right now, again, if, if, again, I'm, I'm on Instagram and, you know, I, um, you know, I can't just go find a brewery on Instagram. I don't know about unless I, unless I know their name. So like, you know, we're trying to, again, our, our biggest goal now is just trying to get as many organizations in our system so that, you know, we're very heavily East Coast based right now. So someone in the West Coast won't find as much value as us. So that really we're trying to figure out how can we expand and, and you know, get, get more and more organizations on board, um, and, you know, which will bring more users. And, you know, then yeah. we can then, then we can really figure out, OK, what's our next steps? Uh, are we going to, you know, you know, tailor have more specific push notifications so you can really get the information you want when you want it? Um, you know, there's, there's lots of ways we think we can go, but we're trying to like get to that point first where, you know, we have, we have the data in there that we can make smart decisions. Sure. That makes sense. Honestly, like let them, let them know, let it, let breweries know it's free right now to join as become a launch partner, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Free, free trial. We got to sign up. You can come send us an email or go to beerscovery.com slash I one in, and you can, you know, hook us up with your info and we'll hook you up with the account for free. Uh, just to just to try it out and let us know. Okay, well that's interesting to know. Yeah, so any any brewery can sign up and um, start sharing their information on there. That's really cool. That's good to know. A uh, shout out to Ro, uh, Rob. Rob is from uh, Linode. He that's one of our sponsors. Um, and, and if you guys need something that's going to host your uh, your app and, and you know be the uh, the cloud computing side of it, you should certainly check out hosting it with them. But he's asking if you guys uh, will be able to geofence and let somebody know when they're uh, when they're nearby a brewery that's on your list no i mean that that's that's a great right now the the only you know we also don't want to be annoying with push notifications because we've all downloaded the apps that you just get overwhelmed yep so right now like if if the only push notifications you get is if i go and say you know i'm going to go to you know blaze brewing and i'll follow them subscribe and i'll get notifications when they create a new uh put a new event up uh, for example, yeah. um, you know, we do have ways to say, 
you would come in my app and say, okay, show me all the, you know, the events within 20 miles of me within 50 miles, whatever mm -hmm. you can do that. Uh, but again, at the moment, we're not like spamming out push notifications left and right. Um, but then, you know, that that's an option that, you know, we, we may, you know, potentially look in the future. Like if someone, if someone wants to know, I'm here, give me a push notification when, you know, I'm a near brewery, that's something we could do. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, that's, you know, something that, you know, we, we kind of pride ourselves on is, you know, you know, we'll build any fee, you know, if a brewery, you know, we've had several breweries come to us and say, I wish I could do this on Instagram. Um, and, you know, we've built those features for them. So, so, you know, that, that's something that, you know, we'll build a feature for you, but, you know, Instagram's not going to build a feature for, for just some random brewery or whatever. So sure. you know, that, that's our other thing is like, we're, we're here for, for the breweries, you know, we're not some big corporation where, you know, four guys who love craft beer and, you know, half of, you know, a couple of us happen to be programmers. We got Will. Um, who knows, who knows everybody in the world. So, uh, you know, that that's, and he's got all the knowledge of the beer industry and how, you know, so, you know, we just want to be here for the, for the beer industry and, and just provide what's again, what's valuable. We don't want to be, we don't want to be annoying. We don't want to be, you know, uh, useless. We want to, we want to be there for a reason and, 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 you know, for a point. Yeah. For our local listeners, how many local breweries do you guys have in this PA, New Jersey, Delaware area? That's, that's, that's an area where I'm, you know, Jeff and myself every week, we're, we're trying to figure out ways so, you know, we've, we've talked to a lot, but it's, it's, it's tough these days. I mean, it's, it's, we're still in a phase where we're still trying to, again, prove ourselves, you know, you can't get breweries if you don't have users, but you're not going to get users if you don't have, so, you know, we're, we're battling this and, you know, we, again, we have a lot of great partners that, that work with us, um, that, that, you know, we're, we're super happy to have and, um, that, but that's something, Hey, that I would love to have you know, a local spot that I could go to and talk to. And that, that's, trust me, we have some plans to, to, to make some pushes here, uh, especially as things open back up. I mean, it hasn't been easy the past few months, I mean, past year. Um, How do you promote we, events that we, aren't we, happening? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, but we do have something coming up, though. It's called Philly Beer Week. True. Philly Beer Week's coming. Yeah. I'm not from Philly, but I do it every year. I'll tell you what, one of my favorite events of the year. It is happening this year. I talked to Ken and the guys out there. They told me it is official. They are definitely having Oh, it. that's exciting. Did they give a, a date for which week it is? I believe it's the week of June 4th. June 4th. Yeah, that week. I'm submitting some vacation requests as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, again, that's that's something that, you know, again, you have we haven't been able to just go to a bar and, you know, sit at the bar and talk to the bartenders and make connections that way. Yep, it's, it's sure. Tough. It's been a lot of cold calls, a lot of emails, and that's not, you know, that's not genuine. That's not, that's not face to face, you know, you know, Will's, Will's going place and face to face with people. And, you know, that's, that's where really a lot of our connections are coming. So, you know, we're hoping in the next couple months here, as things open up, we can get out there, you know, and, and, and bring on, you know, I would love to have some, some local spots. Trust me, I, I make an app and, you know, friends and family are like, oh, where, but, you know, oh, there's, you know, you can, if you go down to Florida, you can use this or up to Maine or Massachusetts. So that's, uh. <laughs> sure. Well, I, I guess that's kind of interesting to think about that. If you're a brewer, uh, the breweries are always walking this line of like how to stay hype, but not put too much beer out and, and just keep that connection and people wanting, wanting their beer and coming back and coming back. And, you know, I think you guys are going to be in that position, you know, almost like that, uh, that documentary that came out about Facebook where, you know, you, you, you got to hook them in and you not overwhelm them, but at the same time, give them a reason to come back to the app. And, and I think that's going to be one of those things. You got to walk that line. Don't push too many notifications, 
No, but at the same don't. time, yeah, because I've seriously <laughs> deleted apps where I got something was like, Jesus Christ. Like I looked at one thing and yeah. over the last five days, it's been trying to get me to go back to it. But uh, at the same time, just providing that great service that you, you know, hopefully can't get anywhere else. And, and then you're going to on purpose because you want to see what's going on. And there's so many, I mean, the, Will can probably attest to it more than most people, just like what the craft beer industry has turned into, where over the years it was just like having a local craft beer place was, was great, but not a lot of people were going there. And now beer distributors are full of cases coming from all over the country and the world. Everywhere. It's completely different than it used to be. Other half is dropping in our in our neighborhood now. I don't know if it's just a temporary thing, but like that's never happened before, and now it's going to be in the beer distributor this week. So um, th- th- we had to all change. We all had to adapt with this with uh, what was going on. Literally, like because most of the places we had to close their doors and not let anyone in. So we had to figure out how to sell this beer that we had. We're producing the same amount of beer with no customers walking in the door, which was intense and i'm and i'll speak for a lot of breweries out there super intense so to have to adapt to that was crazy we had to rely on our fellow distributors and you know hope you know hope for the best at that point and start sending beer everywhere um to get the the sales out because people still go to the stores they're still buying at the stores but again with some of the states they weren't allowing you know the breweries to be open you had you know you all to go sales that's pretty much it and most, you know, for breweries, it's mostly off the experience that you get when you come to a brewery. It's hard to sell an experience when you just pick up the case and you're gone. Absolutely. Like, so it was tough for a lot of us out there and most of these breweries. And um, it still is some, some places. You know, New York's finally opening up everything. Finally, with everything. They're able to open other places and have capacity inside, outside, you know. Um, so little by little, it's it's coming back. But I think in the next few months, you'll see even better in most places, I would say. Sure. Um, but, yeah, we had to, again, we had to lean on our fellow distributors out there to help us out and, you know, help us sell the beer that we possibly couldn't sell in, in, in-house. Yeah, you, you can't so. sell in-house. You can't sell kegs and put them out to restaurants and other bars. Okay. Um, it, I, I really want to know, like, I really want to see behind the scenes what some of these breweries are going through because – you know, you, you see them like, you know, pivoting and changing to, you know, we'll deliver to your house. It's really crazy. A bunch of them that are local to us, you know, you place an order and later that afternoon, you know, somebody in their Corolla is pulling up and, and just delivering you, you know, a case of beer or, or a couple four packs right out of their car. And, and people are out there grinding and hustling for whatever. Like I, um, I put in an order uh, to a, a local brewery and then I was like, Oh geez, it's Monday. Like, nobody's open on a Monday. And then they messaged me and said, Hey, I know it says we're closed, but if you're going to come here, I will sell you this beer. Like I will meet you there and make sure I sell it to you. So, I mean, it's crazy. Like people, I think were just doing whatever they could to get any type of beer sold. And then at the same time, I'm seeing a lot of people expanding. So I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on so, in the market. Cause I think there's, there's a little bit of a stimulus stuff going on. Uh, I think there's a little bit of, uh, you know, alcohol sales are up with, with the, I'll tell you what, I, I can answer that for you. Right. I have no problem answering this. Um, with, uh, alcohol sales went up everywhere. Sure. That's a hundred percent fact. Um, it might not have gone up at the brewery, like what, what we're selling to go, but 
we were able to start shipping in most places. Mm-hmm. That helped us out big time. We were able to start delivering in most places. Um, we were able to start shipping to different states yeah. in most places. Um, we are able to send pallets to we. Some of these breweries have never sent to distro before. And all yeah. of a sudden, they're sending to six, seven different distro companies. And these digital companies are taking four, five, six, seven pallets at a clip. Yeah. And you're like, wait a second. So what I used to do and how I used to sell it was, you know, I sold maybe 1,500 barrels at one point. The way I'm going now, I'm able to double, triple, quadruple my sales with putting it out in distro and shipping it and delivering it and getting on this grind to where people are able to expand off of it, believe it or not. Some people, it was a, it was the opposite. COVID hit, and it made wonders for some breweries. So margins yeah, are down because it's not direct to consumer. It's not draft yes. pours, but the volume is up because it's crazy. It is kind of crazy to think about when I walk into a brewery or or, or walk into a distributor. I, I mean, that's what it is in PA, at least. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. you walk into your beer store and you see just a pallet. Of, of Levante or whatever it is, one of our local places that never did uh, anything but in-house sales. And it's like, how much did that case cost? You know, like yeah. they bought a ton of it and, you know, they're hoping to probably move it in the next 60 days. Yeah. And, and, um, and they probably you, do. They, they, I think most places would actually move it. I guess the number beer sales, people were staying in the house doing, you know, whatever they were doing, but everyone didn't want to go crazy. They bought, alcohol whether it was beer liquor whatever the case may be to stop them from the sanity sometimes <laughs> yeah trust me we all need it but it's um and i was easily getting a case a week and you know my wife and i were just you know and, and i was trying to spread the love a little bit you know you i go to this one and then this one and try to hit you know seven or eight and every time somebody new came out with we're, we're shipping direct to you now or we're shipping to pa now always put an order in with that one and try to support whoever's trying to come into the market. And, um, but yeah, man, we, 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 we bought a lot of beer this past year. So we went yeah. through some, we, I, I my, uh, my four pack holder. <laughs> yeah. The plastic four pack holder stack got pretty high. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I mean, again, Jeff, Jeff lives next door to me and you know, I, I'm, you know, we've, we've been, I moved here a couple of years ago, but you know, COVID is really kind of when we all like, you know, all started hanging out because we're all just in our driveways, like can't go anywhere. Right. All right. I just ordered a bunch of tired hands who wants some beers. I got some imprint. You know, that really like it, like it, you know, it kind of blew up. You know, our, our whole little neighborhood got together and we just had like we were just drinking every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good time, but it was, it was, we were all stuck home. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been really crazy. Like some of them, you know, I worry about and then it's like, oh, well, they, they added a new deck on or they're opening a second location and they're doing this stuff. And I'm just so excited for them because they they've had the time to put the work in. And now that things are opening back up, man, people just want to be there so badly, whatever the location is. So with me, when me and Ryan, actually a lot of week ago, two weeks ago, we were in Miami doing the tripping animals event. And I'll tell you what, and we talk about people just wanting to be there. The event was packed. Yeah. It was crazy. We had our own booth there and everything. And it was just people wanted to be out so bad. And it was people from all over the country. It, it was crazy just to see that. What people kind of event, in. You know, what kind of events are you guys uh, participating in? And, and is it really just to, to spread the word and get your name out there? 
Go ahead, Roy. That's all you. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we've we've done one so far, and that was really the first event that kind of kicked off you know all the, these festivals. I mean, what Tripping put off with you know Irie Jungle. I mean, that's I mean that was really the first big in-person festival with breweries from you know the top breweries from all the country. Like Will said, you know pe people were just having a great time. I think it just was like you know you know people just miss that you know just being around other people being able to just walk around and get a few samples i mean it's just something that like you know you had literally haven't been able to do in over a year now so um you know i'm super excited for that to come back this year but yeah i mean we're um you know we're planning to be at uh, another festival in june free the whales that's also going to be a tripping animals um bunch again a bunch of different breweries a lot of different ones that were yeah. at the event um, but yeah, I mean, we're still trying to figure it out. That was our first event. You know, we had a booth. You know, we're trying to get our name out there, give out some swag. Um, you know, we, again, next next time we're trying to think of ways to be more interactive. Like, how can we get people downloading and using the app while they're at the festival? Yeah. And maybe maybe we'll have. Uh, you know, we thought of like a, a scavenger hunt or you know something. You know, we we can you know download the app and you go 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 find this thing and you get you know a rare bottle from Will's basement. You know, he's he's got a basement pool. So <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> You know, we're, we're trying to think of ways, you know, again, we, we want to be, again, just being there, having our name out there, getting, really getting breweries to see our name, even if they see our name now, and they're like, ah, you know, it's, it's you know, you're nothing we're interested in now, you know, two months from now, when there's, we have more breweries, maybe like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I saw them at a festival, you know, maybe we'll jump on now, so, you know, getting our name out there, and, and really just trying to find ways, you know, to be at a festival, but be interactive with people, get people to, you know, have something else to do download the app again that's that's our main goal but and connect and connect with them i feel like it's a great venue to like you know bend an ear and just be like hey man i got this problem and maybe you could solve it or just put a face to a name and stuff i feel like i i wasn't able to go to irie jungle you know for family applications but like I, you know i'm ready to go in terms of the upcoming uh, events we got going on this year so i want to i want to meet people i want i want to hear what's going on put faces to names and uh see how we can help out do you guys see more events coming back? I feel like yes. at least I feel like at least the Pennsylvania area is timid right now. That's my un, uneducated opinion. I feel like some other spots, Florida may be one of them. They seem like they're starting to get going a little bit more. And I feel like Pennsylvania is just like, eh, let's see what all these other people are doing first. I, I will tell you why. I, I spoke to, I had a conference call recently over here for Pennsylvania, some events. Um, they are more timid literally right now at the moment um they're they're still being strict about some certain things which is good hey to kind of keep people safe and everything i can't blame them but uh um, sure i do see florida for sure is just like wide open florida like, and texas are like 2018 just, right now yeah and believe it or not georgia too um so when i events i talk about events i, I go to pretty much all the events i i've been to them all <laughs> i'll sure. tell you what pontoons having one in september will be at free the wills again in miami 26 i there's uh cdc's happening yep. believe it or not september yep. full you know open cdc um snallygaster's happening in october the big one in dc yeah so these events are coming back when i was told you know when on that call that billy beer week was happening i'm like hey at least billy beer week's happening yeah you know? so like they're coming like back that. yeah I do hear, and I'm, I'm actually going to Europe in the summer, Hop City in July in the UK. It's happening. Like, so I'm back on the road again. I see myself in this, you know, it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this stuff, it makes me feel a little normal at some point. Well, if you make it up here for Philly Beer Week, hit us up. We got to we gotta share a couple, couple beverages. 
You guys are hearing it first. I haven't even told these guys yet. Yeah, I'm like, man, I didn't. <laughs> but, so once I got the call about Philly Beer Week, I will be up the entire week for Philly Beer Week. So nice. Day one to the last day, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'll be with, most likely with these guys here. So yeah. I will be there. We're going right. every we're, single day. For we're that's, that's, week. we're going to pull you out into the burbs. <laughs> we're pulling you out into Chester County. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, I miss. I, I, you know, I've been there a few times. With well, when I was with Equilibrium, yep. having events out there and stuff, man, I, I loved it out there. I had a good time, so I can't wait to come back. You know, um, I'll be there. I believe it's the fourth to the twelfth. I'm there, something like that. We'll swing through Victory. You got to hit up Victory. They're like the OGs. Yeah, we can we can point you into some of our favorite that we've had uh, in the area, at least in our neck of the woods. But um, Ryan and Jeff, have you guys ever? Uh, participated as a, at least a guest to uh the kennett beer fest or kennett Winterfest. i was at the yeah i've been to one it was a it was a few years ago though um i mean i don't think yeah, that's really I've at all there. on the level of anything else that you guys are talking about as far as just you know national draw but no i mean but no but i mean kennett beer fest is probably locally probably the biggest local one you you know you you get names from a lot of places that you know you know, I've been to some beer fests, you know, in um, like state line down in Maryland or a couple other spots and they get a lot of local, you know, spots. But, you know, you know, the Kenneth Brew Fest, I mean, that that's when you see some of the, you know, the big names come out. So, I mean, I, um, I, I think this year it was interesting what they did with the, the uh, their, their like their cases, the backyard edition. Yeah, where they sold different cases, which is a good way you know, to support all the breweries. But um yeah, I mean, going down, going down to Miami with with tripping animals. That was that was something. That was something different. That was, that was something <laughs> I'm <different>. sure <laughs> it was a good time. There's, there's, you know, a lot of great people down there. So it was, it was, it was fun. Again, like just like meeting people. You know, meeting some of the the you know, the people that use our app. Some of the organizations like Free Sons. I met the guy who put, puts the posts up, and he was, you know, telling me, oh, this this, you know, this, I've had some trouble doing this, but I love doing this. So I mean, that that's kind of the stuff like we need, and we haven't been able to do with with no events. So you know. Yeah. These events will be big for us. I mean, not only to, again to get our names out there, but to really connect to the breweries, connect to the wards. Um, that, you know, again, putting faces and names. Especially something like Kennett, where you can talk to fifty brewers in an afternoon because they're all right there. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that's awesome. We we should definitely. I mean, we can help you guys get in touch if you want to. Um, we've got a good relationship with them, and and we usually do that event as well, where we have a booth set up. And we just have like brewers walk up and we do a 10 or 15 minute, you know, chat with them. And uh, we usually put out a pretty good episode off of it. Um, but it's a lot of fun. The people are fantastic that run it. It's just a great event. So, um, yeah, I would love to see you guys try to get involved with it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If, if they're doing the fall session again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll find out and see what they're doing. I think our podcast quality does dip a little bit at the end. Yeah, usually. <laughs> and I mean, we're back. you're having a good time man so if it didn't then like you know what are you doing at the beer fest it'd the, be suspect the problem is we we don't start at the start no we start drinking at the start yeah. and then don't start the podcast till like halfway through that's the problem yeah. <laughs> all right so uh real quick mr steve if you've sipped on the second the the J -J -J julius what do you think compared i like julius better really yeah my first sip of the Juju Julius was like, this is just so much juicier. There's just a lot more, you know, of the, 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 um, yeah, a lot more J's in there. <laughs> you can just taste them. Yeah, you can taste the J. 
I feel like the 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 Julius had a little bit more hot profile for me, and I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, I and I agree. I just you know, I'm I, not saying was, it's bad. I know people. Oh, Steve can't even drink a treehouse now. You got to criticize. I'm just saying <laughs> that I like the Julius a little bit better tonight. That's all. Yeah, Steve Dunn. I can hear right now yelling at me. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm usually one of those people that is, uh, you know, I like the hoppier stuff. And if it's if it's juicy but has a lot of hop in it too, I, I appreciate the extra bitterness and that you know owed a little bit to the West Coast. But this one's a little different, and I was like, man, this this is uh, this is a little bit better to me. It's definitely orange juice, like it's yeah, it's juice. It's crazy, it you know, having a case of it at home and going through them and easily when I cracked into the haze and had the haze, I was like, this one still stands above all the rest of them. Everybody was on the haze tip this time. Yeah. But it, it happens like that. Like, I feel like you can go, you know, twice a year to Treehouse and, and come back with a bunch. And then you're like, this doesn't hit the same way it did last time, but this one's hitting a lot better. Like this, the, for whatever reason, that batch is just really on point compared to the other ones. And I don't get it or what happens or what goes into it. But, um, I don't know. The, the haze is just perfect this time. All right, Will, I've been putting this off. I wanted to make sure we got our beer talk in here, but I got to know. Anything. What's up with the banana bread? Because <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I have not had your banana bread, obviously. So, My wife makes a mean banana bread. So I don't know if there's got to be some kind of banana bread off going on here, but what's the deal with the banana bread? You got this nice recipe. I see you making it for people. Tell us about it. So, yeah. So whenever I'm not doing anything with beer, I actually, I cook and bake. And I love, something I love to do. I love, like, I've been, my mom's a chef. She's been cooking her whole life. And, you know, we were raised in the kitchen with her cooking and cleaning. Like, she taught us everything, me and my brothers and sisters. So, uh, I got my recipe, and yeah, I actually um, I made it one night messing around for a bunch of the guys at the brewery. I was at Trippin' one night, and we did it, and I made that flying and some other stuff, and the guys all looked at me like, who made this? I'm like, me. <laughs> like, no. I'm like, seriously, this is what I do. Like, I cook every day when I'm home. I love, I love this stuff. I bake everything. And people, the, the stuff was gone in minutes, so... Um, one of the chefs were like, Hey, would you mind doing that one day here at the brewery one day? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. I have no problem. I can knock those out pretty quick. I was supposed to only do six banana breads, three different styles. I ended up doing over 30 loaves in a day and it got out of control. We sold out of everything. People were coming in. It was all gone. And since then it's just been something, you know, something else, something else when it comes to food now. Um, it's, I mean, I'm grateful for it. I've always wanted to show off my food and my baked goods and stuff like that because I'm proud of it. So, but I, yeah, I may, I'll tell you what, if she wants to go do a bake-off, <laughs> I'm up in Philly. Yeah. All right, we'll do it. We'll hook it up. It definitely looked, it definitely looked pretty tasty. I make a mean banana bread. I make all different styles, like that and flongs and other stuff, cakes. I make all different kinds of styles and stuff, so. But yeah, people went like we sold a ton of them, and every time I do them, we, it, just, it just goes pretty quick. I forget, I forget who we were talking to, but they were talking about a lot of brewers are into baking 
baking and brewing are a very similar process with the science and, and knowing what's going into it kind of before you do it. So it's not very surprising that, that you are into the baking because it's a, it's a very close knit community to the, uh, to the brewing guys. That's my peaceful. So, like I did, once I started doing that, I'm at peace with everything. <laughs> Long days, I get in there. I'm like, this is it. I'm relaxed. Got a drink. I'm good. So, who is doing the banana bread stout? Like, how are we? How are we cooking this up? <laughs> I've actually, I've been talking to Tripping about this one. Actually, it's been, it's money. It's I'm thinking about who I wanted to, who I wanted to actually do it with, and um, it was you know their family to me, so. You know, I love those guys. I'm there every day with those guys, and um, I'm like, I wanted to do it with them actually. It's little, gonna be little banana so, bread, maybe a touch of caramel. Yeah, that's yeah, some sort of streusel. You know, but yeah, definitely thinking about brewing that up with those guys. At least ten percent. It's got to be. At oh, least go twelve minimum. Yeah. <laughs> twelve. I'm like, hey, <laughs> better. Within like a couple of weeks, I you know I, I just see Will. He's up in New York with Fidens doing a beer release. You know his, uh, you know, do you know Will? And then the next week he's you know selling banana bread. It's like man, this, <laughs> the grind, the grind. Yeah, this is this why I work with this guy. He's all over the place. Yeah, you know, the grind is the grind is crazy. Like I still love it though. Still doing events everywhere. No vanilla, I see it. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, no, I won't put vanilla in the style, I promise. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, the grind's crazy, you know. I'm still hitting it hard, and I'm, you know, I, I went on here the other day. I'm working on a new brewery too, so I want to use Untapped with the new brewery and just keep that like for us going. So that's gonna happen, and just mostly do everything from Untapped. I'm not Untapped, sorry. Um, Beer Discovery got a brain fart there, but yeah, so <laughs> do everything off uh, Beer Discovery with it. So nice. Well, I always like to ask people. And maybe we'll start with Ryan and Jeff and move to Will. Where do you guys see beer trends going? You know, we kind of went through our our hazy trend. I feel like we're kind of coming out of that New England IPA trend, the fruited Berliner Weiss sours that'll blow up in your car if you don't have them cold enough. I feel like we've kind of gone through that. I feel like we had like a Pilsner renaissance here for a little while, which I was enjoying. Is there any trends that you guys see? Where do you see the ball going? What's what? Where are we looking at going forward? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the 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 sour, heavily fruited sour trend. I mean, that's still that's still peak. Um, I think right now, you know, again, I got the the Hayes Bros glass here with the exploding cans. Nice. Shout out to those guys. But um, you know, it's it, 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 I don't know. I mean, I honestly think like you see a lot of like the loggers and like that kind of stuff, like like coming around more. And I, you know, I think people just need. After drinking so many heavy sours, it's like you need a cut from that. You need something just like light summertime here. Um, you know, the, the the hazies aren't going anywhere. But um, I know for myself, I mean, having, you know, so many thick hazies, so many thick sours, like sometimes that lager just hits right. Um, you know, unbranded, where I'm, you know, got, I'm repping here, both of us actually. Um, you know, they make a great lager. And, and Tripping makes a great lager. And and I think Will, Will was talking to his podcast, you know, somewhere else earlier this week. Um, you know, it's those craft loggers is something that you just don't, you know, you don't find as much. And I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll see, you know, see if he has the same answer, but I feel like it's like coming full circle here. Um, you see a lot of that. I agree with Ryan, actually right now, sours, those kettle sours are at peak right now. You know what people are doing when they're putting vanilla lactose, you know, like six different berries 
or different fruits right. or graham cracker cream cheese like there's so many ways you can take these kettle sours and make these crazy kettle sours but of course you got to be careful that some of them don't, don't explode at the same time as well so <laughs> before you put it in the can you know there's a lot of things you can do to make sure you know that that doesn't happen but i mean it's still fermenting in those cans those sours right. But keep them cold. If anyone's drinking them, keep them cold. <laughs> 38 degrees, please do us all a favor. Keep them all cold. Otherwise, your living room's going to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we are anti-exploding cans on this podcast, just for the record. Yeah, like the glass he has. <laughs> but, um, I think loggers are really it right now. Um, it is a full circle, like Ryan said. It's a complete full circle. Um, loggers are coming back heavy right now. Everyone has a lager coming out there, breweries, and people don't understand how tough they are to make. They're the hardest beer sometimes to make. These, you know, yeah. these sours, we can make them in two or three weeks, but these lagers take up to eight, nine weeks, ten weeks sometimes. Like, it's crazy yeah. what it takes to make these lagers, and, you know, they're undervalued, too. Like, you know, we sell these IPAs, these doubles, triples, 20 bucks a four-pack, 22 bucks a four-pack. That took us a few weeks to make. And these lagers are taking, you know, they're holding up tank space. Yeah. Taking forever to make. And we're selling them for like 10 bucks a four pack or something, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, for the business model for a hazy, I mean, even though it's a, it's a more expensive beer to make usually as far as the ingredients, yep. uh, they just, you know, come out of the tanks a lot quicker. They sell a lot quicker. I'm, I'm just like thinking that I, I, I want to say that, in most most cases, I see a new exciting hazy IPA out there, or I want to try something. I try that, and then if I really like that beer, or it stands out to me for some reason, then I'll go back and try like their lager, their pilsner, try to find more of those traditional styles from them, because I feel like they're doing a pretty decent job on the hazy stuff, but that always seems to be the gateway, and I'm hoping like... You know, that's, you know, if, if the sours and the hazies are the, the most popular thing out there and that's what the people are drinking, that hopefully we can hook them into to our industry, into what's going on. And uh, between doing things like podcasts, the apps, and all of these things to educate them and get them more involved with other breweries and the brewing process and, and what, the, what the brewers drink and what the, you know, the purists really like, that it, it'll start, you know, all the people that came in and, and that that rose this this wave of, of craft beer uh, will start becoming more educated and come back around to hopefully really enjoying those traditional styles that, that the brewers really like to make and, and that they're really passionate about. Yeah, you get some good Doppelbox, some um, beautiful Pilsners, these lagers, like all in general, they're such good, wonderful beers. Um yeah, I see that, Glenn. They're a good smoked beer. All these beers are some good, phenomenal brews, you know. Um, and I'm happy that a lot of people, more brewers are taking a chance and making them nowadays. So it's good to see. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's funny. One of our, our one of our neighbors, he lived in Germany basically his whole life. And it's it's funny trying to give him some, like, hazy IPAs or some sours. He's like, this isn't a Pilsner, you know. Yeah. It's not a German accent at all, but you know he's it's it's funny like, uh, you know, hearing his perspective on things because like you know in Germany it's like you know it's it's they're heavily on the lagers and the pilsners and they're all craft and like he's you know you could put fifty pilsner in front of him and he knows exactly the ones that are you know are his favorites like his you know his brewery so it's you know it's interesting to hear again like a worldwide perspective on like he's like oh no yeah we're no one back 
you know, back in Germany is making these crazy things. And it's, um, again, it's, it's just been kind of eye-opening and, you know, he's, he's, he's brought some great, you know, German pilsners, yeah. you know, to us and, you know, we love drinking them. And again, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a good break from the, the, the thick, you know, hazy stuff and all that. <laughs> I feel like some of this stuff is like blasphemy over there, isn't it? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You showed up with a smoogee and cologne. Yeah, when I was in Germany, <laughs> we're selling equilibrium and doing a lot of stuff in Germany. Woo! <laughs> Germany, man. But I tell you what, the lagers out there, all the stuff that they were making out there, wonderful, wonderful brews, man. Like, you could appreciate, and I'm talking about big pints, and you're just like, slam them down. Like, here, you're chucking this whole thing, you know? <laughs> it was uh, epic to see and epic to be around. And it, oh, I can't imagine. Cool. That is pretty cool. Did you guys talk about the smoke beer? Yes. Okay. And there's no such thing, right? For me, no. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. There. I'm uh, for the for the for our guests here. I'm very sensitive to smoked beers. It, it just if it goes over the edge, I just can't do it. Sour IPA. Let's see, Mike. So, um, hey, there's still a lot of breweries making them. Um, you got places like Jay Wake who still makes them. You have places like uh, Hudson Valley Brewing. Hudson Valley, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good like. Hey, Tired, Tired Hands, they got some other stuff that they do. They make all kinds of stuff at Tired Hands. Gene's, Gene's murdering it over there. I love it. Um, I got to try. Um, I, I, I got to go back and get some more. But one of our new breweries that's in the area in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, uh, Animated Brewing, did this like, it, I don't know what they're, I think they're calling it like a lambic pale ale, but it's using the Philly sour yeast. And uh, they're using that with, I guess, some kind of like pale ale uh, malt bill. But um, that thing was just incredible to me. Like, I absolutely loved that beer because it gave me a lot of those notes that I like out of a lambic, but still was just, you know, um, just a nice, like, easy beer to drink. I mean, lambics are too, but it wasn't as sour. It still had like a good, maybe a little bit of a malty backbone to it. But um I don't know. I, I think I think people can still do some stuff, especially with that that Philly sour um, yeast. There, there's some some more innovation that can happen. Definitely, I agree with you. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. For, there is a a few months. I feel like in the last couple of years, you know, where, where you saw a lot of the sour IPAs come out, and you, you know, they kind of dropped off maybe a little. But I think you know, with the smooth, you know, the smoothie things coming out, I think a lot of them went that route. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, how those how those play out. I mean, it's it's something I enjoy, and you know, but again, it's you don't see it a lot. Yeah, you see only a handful of places. That's why I said there's a handful out there. They're making them, but it's not like it used to be, for sure. You know, these kettle sours have just been taken over. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had a few of them. I think uh, I think Free Will had one that I just absolutely loved, and every time it was on tap somewhere near us, I was getting it every time because. I don't think I really got really into the sour IPA thing, but they had one that I just absolutely loved. And then they, they to me, I, I feel like I, they're at least not around locally, but you're right, man, the kettle sours, the fruited sours, everybody's got them on the menu now. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the thing is, um, no. people, I love, hey, yeah, I drink them all the time at tripping. I, I love them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's that weird thing, right, with, with the beer people where some people are like, why are all of these new hype things happening and taking over the tap lists and, and people don't want to be excited about it, but yet there's all of these new people that we're bringing in 
that are that are supporting the brewery, supporting the industry that we all love, uh, because they're 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 finding a style that they like, and and hopefully them sitting at that bar eventually, and having a really nice bartender or getting a flight instead of the pint or whatever, and trying some other things is going to be good for everybody. Yeah, and I can say like, from the movie's perspective, like the novelty is huge. Like the thing that drew me in was, again, we talked about the smoothie from Imprint. Maybe that's an extreme example, but the fruit and sours follow the same thing. It's like, wait, this is a beer? The people who aren't in like the scene, they don't know that they even existed. I can speak from experience because I didn't know a, a lot about it. You know, maybe I'm ignorant to that fact, but still, that's what hooked me in. And then that's what kept pulling the thread. It's like, oh. What about just like an IPA? I've had an IPA before, but what's a hazy IPA? What's the difference between a, you know, a, an NE IPA and a West Coast IPA? You know, and you just keep going and going and going, and you find stuff that you've never tasted before. You end up liking a lot of it. You become addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Look at our market. So our market's still like last I checked, um, we're eighty-four percent was big beer, and sixteen percent was the rest of us. You know. Yeah. So when I see these things coming out, hey, I appreciate it all. Any, you know, these new people coming in is I feel like we're gaining more of the market with all these new crazy beers sometimes, and uh, it's good for all of us at the end of the day. And I'm I'm up with the times. I give with the times. I'm not one of those guys that say, "Hey, forget this crap. I'm only gonna do this, this and that, and that's it." Like, hey, sometimes we gotta, you know, get with the times that we're in. It's just like music. People, oh. This new music sucks. This and that. Back in my days, in sixties, seventies, eighties, whatever. Like this was music, music. But it was all good. And, you know, there's so much good stuff that's out there happening, and I, I appreciate it all. So I think the more the merrier. Hey, bring it on. Whoever's gonna make them, whoever's gonna do them, by all means, as long as you're making good craft beer, that's all I care about. Make Try- some good stuff. I'm trying to figure out if I should be jealous of Jeff because he's only been around for a year right or if i should feel bad for him because he's only been around for a year Good like bad. i'm jealous i'm jealous that like especially in our market like we get everything around philly now yeah like he can go we to tired hands we're getting equilibrium we're getting other half we're getting all the you know he can go into a giant and get heady topper yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was coming up to get a heady topper, I almost had to blow a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the the difference in ten years yeah. is is so huge. Like I have to wait on those lines for heady topper, Jeff. Yeah. Only those lines were crazy, but I love them. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a four or five <laughs> hour drive. But yeah, that's... You could go all the way up to Vermont and still not get any because you on a Tuesday afternoon at three, you were there five minutes late. It was like, you know, it's it's crazy. And then, yeah, now this week, you know, a spot up the road, Pinocchio, is they, they got cans sitting there. I mean, I'm sure they're sold out now, but, you but... know, it's 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 wild. I mean, it's the, the amount that you can get now just locally. Yeah, it's it's I mean, that's it's great from COVID. I mean, you know, all these breweries you can, you can go ship, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I do will just want to go back to the breweries. I just want to go. I want to go. Experience. And, yeah. The experience like Will was talking about. That's like, what I was going to say, but that waiting in line was also an experience. One of the best experiences I had was going down. I went down to Burley Oak for a release. I got there like eight in the morning and was like, 200th in line or whatever because people were out there like two in the morning (laughs) yeah right but this this was my first time down there so i didn't bring any beer with me i didn't have i didn't know the whole line life thing that they were doing down there so the guy behind me was like 
yo, can you watch my spot? I'm going to throw something in my car. I'm like, yeah, man, go ahead, sure. And he comes back, and he throws me a beer. I'm like, you don't have to give me a beer. No, man, take the beer. So I, I share the beer with the people in front of me. They share beer with me. By 11 o'clock, I was about ripped just from <laughs> this guy's beer and sharing around. So I'm, I, I, I kind of wish that Jeff could have had those experiences, but he's having his own now. So I guess it's, it's 50 one way and half a dozen the other. Right, exactly. It's never too late to start, I guess. That's yeah, not even close to the same. Honestly, the line life will come back eventually. I think it's going to come back. Um, some people worry about that and stuff like that. I don't worry about it a lot. I really, truly think it'll all come back eventually. You know, um, I've seen it going to Fidens, actually. There was hundreds of cars out there fighting for a release. You know, and you're like, hey, they're in their cars driving up being safe and stuff. But just to see that that's still possible. I see lights still there. It's still, you know. Yeah. And I think Jeff's definitely going to be able to experience all that. You know, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm going back up to Massachusetts in a couple of weeks. And I think, Will, you were the first one that really turned me on to it. Vitamin C. Oh, and, yeah, and we've got a couple yeah. friends that are trading for it and that get it down here. Yeah. And those beers are fire. And I might try to stop up there. Uh, it's a little bit out of the way because I'm going, like, northwest of Boston. So I kind of have to go down to the south shore, you know, Weymouth. Yeah, but it's worth it, though. It's worth it. Yeah. Dean um, and- on those guys, Mike, all those, Rob, I love all those guys. There. Those guys are amazing. Their beers are, for me, some of the best beers out there, like, they could do no wrong in my eyes. Those guys just make phenomenal, phenomenal brews and some of the most nicest people you'll ever meet. Sure. I don't yeah. know if it's open yet, but the our buddy Mike that was uh, with Trillium at the time. Mm-hmm. Remember, oh, yeah, we, we interviewed uh, a guy, Mike Dyer, who's like the marketing dude for Trillium. Yeah, Mike. Great dude. And then like the next day after he was on the podcast <laughs> repping Trillium, he's like, we're starting our own joint. And uh, but it's it's not far from Weymouth. It's kind of down in that South Shore area. So I gotta I gotta try to hit that up too, and see what's yeah, going Widow, on down there. Widowmaker is there too. So Widowmaker is right ah. near Vitamin C. And Widowmaker, I'm telling you what, those guys are putting out some killer beers too. You know, um, those guys are uh, man. I can tell you, there's it's a lot of good beer happening over there. I still love you Trillium know? too. I just haven't had it in a while. Yeah, it has been a while, except for that. Couple that we had from the PA now as well. So, so I had I had a, a very small get together, all of us that are vaxxed up, and uh, I look. We're all just kind of sipping on our own beers before we get into sharing. I look over at Sean. And Sean's sipping on a trillium and didn't ask to share it with anybody, and he, he drank the whole can himself. That bastard! I'm like, we're over here drinking peak, peak organic dry hop pilsners, and he's drinking a trillium. I'm like, what? Wait, what is that? And he's like, it's gone. And then I shared all my treehouse. Yeah, but vitamin C definitely. You know, they're, they're great beers. Widowmaker again. You know, they're 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 both they're both great partners of ours from the oh, great. beginning, and they've been okay. using us for a while. So that's that's on our list to, to get up to Boston and you know hit up vitamin C, hit up Widowmaker, obviously some other some other great places up there. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. If you want to drive with John, he'll pick you up on the way. You just got to sleep in his truck for a couple of days while he's at work. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I uh, I think next up we don't have a sounder yet, but did you hear the news? Which news? We have, we have a a sounder. What? And we're but we have to debut it the next show, our next episode. So we have he a sounder. He wouldn't give it to me for this episode. But we can't use it. 
We can't uh, use it yet, but we it's have. It's got to be on the board, right? I don't think so. I'm going to look around and see if I see it on here. So I don't know if if John filled you guys in. We have our little segment. I it's, look like a penis. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's our that's our producer that evidently made a sounder that we can't use. What's the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. So we have this bit. It's called Toast of the Week. You can toast whatever you want. It can be a positive toast. It can be a negative toast. But if you have something you want to toast. You just say whatever you'd like to toast, positive, negative, serious, unserious, whatever you got. My button twisted. I don't think you found it, did you? No, I didn't find it. That <laughs> bastard. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep. That's definitely not it. That's not the right one. That's definitely not it. That's a theme here. Any non-phallic sounders? No, I don't think so. No, sorry. Excellent. We do, okay, have the, uh, we do have the terrific. We do have the. I don't. That's not phallic, right? No, I don't think so. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, you, I do this every time. You drink all I your beer. I finish my and effing you... beer right when we're about to toast. All right, so um, the one I'm going to do is to one of our previous, our previous um, guests here. Let me find it here. It should be right here. All right, Beer Maker. If anybody has seen this or heard about it, Brewery yeah. 424, Holland, Michigan. Very cool. Oh, that's, is that tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow. So today's Thursday. If you're listening to the podcast, it's, <laughs> it's today, Friday. Um, if you're watching it now, it's tomorrow. But um, tomorrow night, Friday, um, whatever day it is. Uh, at, at, at whatever time it is. <laughs> you got all the info, man. <laughs> on Shark Tank. You got it all. On Shark Tank and on ABC. So so they've been really cool. Um, we had them on the show. Uh, I have a beer maker of theirs, and I've been homebrewing beer. It's like, you know, it, it's like a Keurig. It's like a, a Rectech, like a, like a pellet grill. It's, it's an all-grain brewing system. But it's small enough to sit on your countertop. You pour in the ingredients. You pour in the water. You hop it. You throw the yeast in. You dry hop it. All the same steps, but it's just enclosed. It's temperature controlled. It's the. I I know nothing about brewing. I love drinking beer. I know nothing about brewing, and I'm making fantastic beers. I've made probably six beers, and none of them were undrinkable beers. Like the way everything's enclosed, the way that it holds the temperatures and controls it for the yeast, you know, for the, the fermentation, the primary fermentation, the way that it changes the temperature for you to dry hop it, to cold crash it. All of those things is fantastic, but I'm really excited for them. They're going in the shark tank. I want to see what happens, um, how they end up doing, because I feel like the owner is like the very shy nerd inventor guy. And then he's got Brett, the the marketing dude, who's who's the guy on the right there, who you can tell is the one doing all the talking. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and really cool to see. So shout out to those guys. I wish them the best of luck. I hope Mark Cuban gives them a billion dollars, and uh, and all good things happen to them. Exactly. No, no, I I've, I've been actually been following. Uh, you know, your, your different Instagram posts. So I, I saw you got one and that was my first introduction to them. So I, I've actually been following them. I was checking them out. I mean, I've, I've brewed a couple beers in my life and they were drain pours. So, uh, you know, I leave it to the professionals like, you know, Will and all exactly. those people. So, um, but no, I was super interested in that because, you know, I would, 
I would totally sit one on my bar back here and brew, you know, I think I try it. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's like, you know, you don't, you don't get a a huge yield, but it's, it's, um, it's a little more than a gallon. You can keep experimenting. I think that's exactly experimenting. Yep. I usually keep enough beers around that I can, you know, brew that and, and keg it, you know what I mean? And, And have a gallon and a half of, of beer and, um, I'll drink that and share it with people and give that time to rest in the keg and carb up while I'm like starting another batch. And then, you know, I'll drink that in between, you know, other things or, or share it with people. And you're right. It, it goes fast sometimes. And other times, you know, I've had a couple and then I drink one out of there and then I'm just constantly drinking like this thing's got to end. I'm trying to kick it and it feels like the beer doesn't end and I just keep filling my glass up over and over again. But, um, but yeah, very cool stuff. I'm really excited for them tomorrow night. My prediction is Barbara will be out right away. Yeah. Um, Mark will be out right away cause he's like uh, gluten intolerant. Okay. So he's going to be out. I think Kevin is going to offer them like some kind of snake deal. Like yeah. I'll give you 20, $200,000, but I get 98% of each unit you sell yeah. <laughs> in perpetuity for the first 10 years. That's my prediction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, somewhat on that note, I mean, you know, we hope in the, you know, somewhat in the near future to kind of have some, some collabs out there, some beer discovery beers, you know, will, like he's, like he said, he's going to be opening a brewery. So expect some, some beer discovery beers there. So, you know, a lot of beer discovery beers. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got any uh, toast of the week you want to give up there? Toast of the week. Anybody you want to toast, not toast? It's okay if you don't. It's okay. What do you got, Will? I actually do have one. Um, shout out to one of my best friends, Chris, for Feed of Whales coming up soon. Um, very happy. Very, it's an event I go to every year. It's, um, it's a monster share with a lot of good brewers coming down on top of that, bringing some phenomenal brews. So... To have those beers on tap and to have bottles, barrel-aged stuff, and crazy sours and all kinds of good beers, um, I'm I'm excited about that. So plus we'll be there too. So my big toast is to that to free, you know for Chris and Frida Wells and also um, Wells. to all the mothers out there. Love you all. You know, thank you for all you guys do out there. So thank you. Where where is Free the Wales at? Where does it go down at? It's going to be June 26th at Trippin' Animals. With uh, VIP, we just sold out VIP yesterday. So we just put those up for sale with like a week, not even a week ago. VIP went pretty quick. Um, that was a lot of tickets for VIP. So I can see people are still excited to do events and stuff. So, you know. Yeah, and, and being at Tripping a couple weeks ago, it's a great place for festivals. It's, you got the indoor, the outdoor, they got a huge space. It's just, it's great. So, um, but yeah, sh- you know, so all, definitely all the moms. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, good. Good call out there, Will. Yeah, man. Gotcha. I got you guys. I got you guys. <laughs> nice work. I got a I got a shout out. Mr. Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. Not only did we keep the New York Giants out of the playoffs, but we took the draft pick that they wanted. Mr. Devonta Smith, you guys got left with scraps, Will. <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna bring this up eventually, by the way. Shout out Eagles. Oh, Yes, go birds. Yeah, I'm really, really curious to see what happens with Rodgers because the thing changes all the time. He's staying, he's going, he's he, he's he's going to stay. They don't want to let him go. He's telling everybody else, I'm out. 
I don't yeah, know. It's a, it's a mess down there. I think Roger. I, I would I, love to have that mess in New York, though. Right. I think Rogers is done. Yeah. He hasn't had good playoffs. 30, 38 or something? I think he's done. That's true. That's true. I, I, I'm, um, I, li- I like what the Packers said. They were like, you're playing or go be a game show host. <laughs> yeah. Do it. <laughs> that's what you get. Very cool. What is what is your playing or go be a game show host? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, guys, I'm really excited for you. Uh, anybody that's watching or listening, please go check out beerscovery.com. Look it up on the Google Play Store. Look it up on the uh, whatever Apple has um, or your Windows phone if that still exists. <laughs> go get the app um I- i'm really excited for you guys congratulations on everything Congrats. keep up the good work um if you guys took the time to listen to us to watch us to please uh we, we, well, not only do we appreciate you but please make sure you follow us and subscribe um follow point the right direction here it's backwards um make sure you guys follow beer discovery on all the social media platforms download the app Search us on YouTube, uh, MBN Network. You'll find this YouTube show, all the other podcasts and things that we're doing. Get the app. Ryan, Jeff, Will, thank you guys so much. It was an absolute blast. Um, We had a fantastic time. Keep up the good work, and we will talk to you next time. See you in Philly, baby. See you guys in Philly. Philly Beer Week. Yeah, let's all catch up. Do it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Go ahead, dance to it. Yep. That's I think. I think I can stop recording. Can you? I don't know. I might just let it play out for a second. Who cares? Yeah, I'll play it out. I'll cut. I'll, I'll let Taylor do the work. We'll cut it out. Here we go.